now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. All right, so uh, Dennis just got back from the Mooney Summit. We were talking about it last week, and it was a huge success, so much so that you brought a couple uh, uh, pilots with you to do the show uh, that were at the uh, summit with you. Is that right, Dennis? That's right. We've got uh, Dan Bass uh, all the way from Minnesota uh, okay. and Scott Ashton from, well, right in my backyard, right down here in Benita Springs. So well, there you go. We got reinforcements to navigate the latest aviation news and information. We appreciate it, guys. And uh, evidently, the uh, summit was a success if they're still talking to you after the event. Is that right, Dennis? Well, I didn't clean out the prize closet. So, yes, they're still talking to me. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's start with Dan. So, Dan, what was your uh, thinking of how this thing came off? Uh, it came off great. I was one of the event organizers, and uh, Alex Gertzen and I got involved with organizing the summit. We were kind of late to the game this year, so we didn't have a long window to plan it. And uh, I was kind of worried that it wasn't going to shape up, and it, and it turned out far, far better than I ever imagined. It, it was a great event. Nice. That's good to hear. Dennis, how many people, how many planes showed up at this event, you think? I think we, we had a little bit lower turnout in, of actual airplanes at the event for airport day, but I still think we had, what, about 15 or 20 Moonies on the ramp there. And it would have been more, but uh, evidently Scott couldn't bring his Mooney to the event. Uh, and that was why, Scott, you weren't able to get your uh, plane up in the air again in time? Well, it's uh, it's it's in for annual, so uh, it's almost done, and I'm going to pick it up at the end of this week. And you know, we, I was also an exhibitor, so I had to bring up all my all my stuff, all my swag, yeah, um, prizes. So I had a full truck coming up on Friday morning. Well, I knew that you guys were preparing for this Mooney Summit, and there was going to be a bunch of prizes uh, up for grabs. Uh, did everybody pretty much walk away with something, Dennis? I mean, I, I would imagine the people that showed up did pretty well. You think? Well, uh, there was two different ways you could get prizes. One was by the raffle, which was, and the other was uh, silent auction. So, depending on how generous you wanted to be, you had, uh, you know, your pick of some very nice prizes, including a complete Aerox system, uh, paintings of your airplane, some custom-made laser-cut uh, clocks, and various things like that. So, there was really, really cool stuff there. And then the raffle, we had a number of giveaways from sponsors like McFarlane, Aircraft Spruce. So there was some, you know, large gift cards to win from that. Uh, uh, CO detectors, which I know are near and dear to Dan's heart, uh, having yeah. been a survivor of a CO incident. <laughs> so well, yeah, I bet. It was, yeah, it was well represented. Oh, good, good. Now, and, and you uh, obviously were there because you called me to basically say, "Suck it, loser! You should be here. I'm getting ready to experience one of the best barbecues on the planet." Is that right? Is that what happened, Dennis? That is absolutely correct. Uh, yeah. That that barbecue is world class, and it was from Kelly Aerospace, uh, the guys that make uh, air conditioning for various GA aircraft. And one of their uh, principal people there has 
turn this into a side hobby. So he showed up several days in advance with his smoker, trailer, and meat and just went to town and fed us well. Okay. Well, so everybody was pretty happy, it sounds like to me. Yeah. What was the highlight for you, uh, you think there, uh, uh, Scott? Anything in particular about the uh, Mooney Summit that you're like, hey, this is, we got to kick this up a notch even better for next year? I, I've got to tell you, the presentations were amazing. Uh, Alex and Dan did a great job putting together, with, with the exception of me, putting together a, a great cadre of speakers. Um, you know, we had Bruce Landsberg, who was the vice chairman of the NTSB there, gave in the keynote at lunch. And I, I was just in awe. His presentation was, uh, was fantastic. You know, he was a general aviation guy and uh, head of the Air Safety Foundation for a while. So he had, uh, he had some great perspective. Um, and the rest of the speakers, you know, Rob McGuire and um, um, the, the rest of them were just, were just really, really top notch. And I learned a lot, you know, through the course of the day. Well, that, that counts for something. Uh, what about you, Dan? What do you think? Other than the barbecue and the speakers, anything uh, stand out for you? Uh, other than it did much better than you were you thought it well, might. <laughs> well, again, it, it worked great. Um, Alex, uh, the other uh, event coordinator, came and just, he really did a great job at the end. Um, and I want to mention with Scott also was a speaker and he was phenomenal. Um, I was really, really impressed having Scott speak. Um, and the Tampa Airport Commission did a great job. They provided us the space, um, a really nice uh, video screen, and, and the event center was wonderful. And it was the first time I'd seen uh, events put on a really large LED TV type screen, and it made it uh, it just made it much more impressive than the old projectors that are kind of washed out. Right. Um, so that was that was really really cool. And then for me, the best part was flying my Mooney from Minnesota down to Florida again and flying it home because that's the that's kind of why we do this. Well, isn't this like a, a classic car show where you get all your yeah. Moonies out there on the flight line and like, hey, that's a pretty cool uh, thing or paint job you got on yours. I'd like to get that on mine. Do you got, are you doing that kind of stuff, Dennis, or what? Actually, we did do exactly that on yeah. Friday during airport day. Uh, you could actually sign up if you wanted to show off the upgrades, the paint job, the electronics you put in your airplane. In fact, we had uh, the, uh, what was it, the Mooney Illusion? The, the Mooney the Anomaly. The, the, the anomaly, the that was anomaly. it. The Mooney yes. Anomaly. The guy sent yes. his airplane off to the paint shop with no scheme and just said, do something to it. Hmm. And the first time he saw it is when it was completed and they rolled the hangar open. And it's this mosaic of all sorts of different colors and patterns. And I'm sure you've seen it in all the GA magazines. It's been featured prominently. Yeah. And to see that up close, it's like, wow. <laughs> all right, that's bold. Uh, it really is a neat airplane. And he did great avionics upgrades and redid the interior. And it's it's a, it's a basically a new F now. How about that? So so the pilot gave the artist, uh, said, artist's choice. Do whatever the heck you want. And uh, well, what if he would have come back and dig the big unveil and went, Oh my God, no way. That's the risk you take. That's it. That does kind of make things exciting for everybody, I guess. But he loved it, is what you're saying, too. Well, and I think the the general public loves it because it's not your typical swooshes and stripes. Well, how would you describe it? Yeah. Different how? It kind of looks like like a Tiffany lamp or a stained glass where you've got different facets and colors and Mm. shapes. Okay. I'm going to be wrong in the number of colors, but it's something like uh, 40, 
40 or 50 different colors are on this airplane. Okay, I'm picturing like the uh, Partridge Family family bus. Uh, from back. Similar, yes. Is it like that? <laughs> okay, well, there you go. I mean, You're just also the, dating yourself, but that's well, okay. Hey, it's yeah, I don't know if you it's, do. I actually have the sticker right here on my... Uh, on my bookcase. I see. I I, think, it's yeah. too small for it me to see well on, on radio, by the way. Video. But <laughs> yeah, uh, but let's well, just for, go with Partridge Family Bus. Uh, maybe with a 2023 updated vibe to it. That fair? You think, Dennis? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like okay. a, a good description. All right, but definitely a standout. So you're going to know this plane when when it lands in your uh, particular airport because you're gonna it, go, it oh, arrives it before is. the pilot. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe you ought to do that. That'd be kind of a fun little thing. Like just an artist choice, just surprise me. Would you do that or not? I think I, I would, but I suspect I would see um, some interesting artwork on the side or something like that. Why? Why you don't you don't think he'd he'd, he'd do like an experimental version just for you? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know because <laughs> I, I can I see somebody s- taking some liberties with that. And- Here's fifty bucks. May I yeah. make him sick when he? You know, that'd be a good punking, wouldn't it? There you go. Okay, maybe you could do that. Would be a great trick. Actually, for Halloween, yeah, they offer to get your friend's Mooney painted, and you pay the artist to kind of wrap it in some disgusting-looking mess. But then, you know, you peel it off, and it looks great. Something like that. Just another twisted idea from yours truly. And I, I think I apologized when we started the show in advance, didn't I? I, I think Dennis? it's a disclaimer I, in the intro. Yeah, yeah. I, I cover yeah. pretty much that base for for months at a time. All right, look. Uh, RV Tom is on deck. He was discussed, even though he wasn't at the Mooney Summit. We'll find out why next on Just Plain Radio. Stay close. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight training professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. We'll take this plane, for example. This 80-ton chub of metal, seat cushions, and Bloody Mary mix has no right to be soaring through the sky, but along comes Newton explains something about the airflow over the wing creating an uplift, none of which makes a lick of sense, but you got 82 passengers back there who believe it so fiercely the plane continues its journey safely. And what's keeping us aloft? Faith or Newton? If the plane goes down, damn, I remember where the love was found. If the plane goes down, damn. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That is me along with Captain Dennis. And then from the Mooney Summit, we have uh, Scott Aston. From uh, Aerox, by the way, you can check out that system. I assume, by the way, Scott, that was the uh, you gave a speech on oxygen systems. Is I that, sure did. I wouldn't make yep. sense uh, as I would expect. And then, of course, we have uh, Dan, who was one of the uh, organizers of the Mooney Summit that catered to all those Mooniacs out there, like uh, Captain Dennis, and they came together in Tampa last week and had a big old big barbecue, among other things, compared paint jobs and avionics. Did any of them look at your uh, airplane, Dennis, go, ooh, I really, I wish I had Dory. That's the name of his plane. Yeah. What do you think? Actually, I did get a lot of comments on people walking by and checking out the airplane, especially because it's a J. Um, There's just something about the Mooney 201, the J model, that uh, it's kind of like the default Mooney. If anybody had to pick one, the J seems to be the most popular. It, would, it just does almost everything you could ever want. Would you agree with him, Dan, or is he blowing smoke? Here's your chance to throw him under the bus or the plane. I hate to say it, but he is, he's right and he's wrong. He's, yeah. he's right. That is kind of what people think. But um, And they'll often say that Jay is the best moon he made. But those people haven't flown an ovation, which is significantly better than the Jay. Ah, um, spoken like an K, ovation. Oh, I wish. I wish. I no. have a K. And so, uh, yeah, I have have a turbo, uh, it's basically a 201, but it's got a turbocharged motor in it. And uh, they, you can argue both of those as one is better than the other and neither will lose or win. They're both great airplanes, but uh, Innovation is, uh, is a, is a fantastic airplane. Well, why, and why is it better though? Why do you think it's better? It's got, it's got a bigger engine. So okay. you can't, there's no replacement for displacement. It, it goes. Size matters. And, uh, yeah, size matters. And so you can go, you can easily go 20 knots faster. And if you go at the same speed as a J, the fuel burns are the same too. So it's uh, it's yeah. a really nice airplane. But they're uh, all good. Like Every Mooney is good. Okay. Well, spoken like a true Mooniac at the bare minimum. Now, what else went out at the event? There was some, there was somebody who was there with a young kid or something that you said, this kid's going to beat me on my uh, flight training uh, path myself or, or what? Absolutely. Uh, Sarah, uh, one of the uh, 
people from the Tampa Airport Authority actually brought her 11-year-old son out to the event because he is just fascinated with airplanes, wants to be a pilot. So the Mooney community has taken it upon ourselves to adopt him and take us under our wing, as it was. Uh, in fact, one of the Mooniacs actually took him out for a plane ride and went flying around Tampa Bay at about wow. 150 knots past boats and planes and just he had a great time. The kid was kind of subdued when he was up on stage and kind of being introduced in front of this group of people. He was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah. But that smile was, uh, he couldn't wipe it off of his face after he got back from his plane ride. So um, what mission accomplished there. And for those of us that are close by, like Scott and uh, down in uh, Naples area, myself and a couple of the folks up in Sarasota, we've committed to staying in touch with Sarah and her son and making sure that we keep him motivated as he uh, so starts planted his, uh, the seed forward. Yes. of a- aviation uh, in his brain. And, th- and then you guys started taking bets like, hey, I bet this guy's going to get his pilot's license before Greg. Uh, I, I got 50 bucks on the kid. Is that right? And he can't even start training until he's, what, 18 or 17? Or what well, is it? He, he can start training anytime. Yeah. But he can't solo until he's 16. 16. Okay. So the math, I have to say five years. Okay. Got it. Five years. I can do this. I can, I can beat this dumb kid. Come on. I hope so. Let's do it. <laughs> Use it for motivating uh, myself. Why not? I can do that. All right. So uh, also, uh, it wasn't just me that got brought up, uh, in, you know, working those odds, but RV Tom got brought up. He doesn't have a Mooney. So why were you guys talking about RV Tom, Dennis? Well, I was sitting at one of the tables during the uh, airport day presentations, and everybody's got name tags of, you know, what type of plane you have and where you're based. And I saw a couple that was from Stanford, Florida. And I'm like, oh, hey, do you happen to know Jim Folsom? Because he keeps his airplane up. Oh, uh, I don't know if I know Jim. Well, do you know his wife, Deb? Smokey? Oh, God, yes, I know Smokey, of course. So then we got to talking. Oh, yeah, he's an ex-con, and my son, my husband... Wait, 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 (laughs) ex-con? Ex-continental airline. Oh, okay, okay. So they call them ex-cons. Yes. (laughs) That's where we're going with this. And Oh, well, uh, yeah, my husband was as an ex-con as well, and that's Mm. how they know each other. It's like, oh, well, then do do you happen to know Tom Mamsure, since he used to fly for Continental? Oh, I'd not just know him. His wife, Nanette, is amazing, and they used to own a bar and all this kind of stuff. And like, oh, my God, aviation is too small of a world. You have to watch what you say because there is literally one degree of separation within aviation. Well, that whole ex-con thing, I wouldn't bring that up outside the aviation community. Well, look at Tom. (laughs) I mean, come on. Yeah. fits the mold perfectly. Well, I don't know. If you want to embrace that, you're welcome to it, RV Tom. What What do you say? Yeah, do you? Oh, I, I have, you know, on my stickers on my car and on my keychains, they all say ex con. So it's good for starting a conversation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and I'm darn proud of it, too. I mean, we're, we merged from New York Air into Continental. So uh, Continental was way back. We went from worst to first. I mean, we were a guy named Gordon Bethune came along from Boeing, became our CEO and changed the whole airline. Yeah. Like I said, from worst to first. And we were, I mean, we were the, top of the food chain and it was great fun. every time he'd go to work every, every, you'd show up and we got a new triple seven would come in a new 757 would come in mm-hmm. changed our air terminal c in newark they built a brand new 21st century i mean every week you went to work and there was another improvement uh morale was wonderful i mean you looked forward to come not that i never 
did look forward to go to work, but it was that much better every time I went to work. So, right, we enjoyed the heck out. We we really did. Okay, well, it's good to be known, I guess, in a positive way, even if it is as an ex-con. Yeah, <laughs> you know, in this case, I would have never thought I'd embrace that kind of uh, moniker. But yeah, I get it. You know, I, I guess you, you just got to know the room when you bring those type of things up. I think, Dennis, you got to be careful about that, don't you think? No, not really. Nah, who cares, right? <laughs> exactly. We're too old well, to care anymore. <laughs> right? And besides, is it really a problem? No, nah. not not really. Not at this point. I mean, he's moved on to other things. He's retired now. He's he's an ex-con, and now he's an RV flying. No, he's a retired guy. ex-con. Okay, all right, we'll go with that. But uh, but but you're doing the RV. Any uh, chance you're going to trade that RV in for a uh, Mooney? After you hear all this talk about from these Mooniacs there, Tom. You know, I I love the Mooney airplane. I, and but you don't want to change I, your name, do you? Mooney Tom no, doesn't sound right. I instructed in the 201 and the 231. Great airplanes are fast. It's a sports car. It's not the roomiest airplane, but for fuel efficiency and for speed and get from A to B, it's a tremendous cross-country machine. There's no doubt about it. Well, we may have a convert. Who knows? And we got more coming up on Just Plane Radio. Stay close. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Maybe I should learn to fly. It's not too late, right? I could learn. What do you like best? The freedom, the view. This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor Copilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. We have uh, Scott Aston from Aerox. We got Dan from the Mooney Summit. And RV Tom is with us. He, he was, uh, you know, I think he was tempted by all this Mooniac uh, chatter, but honestly, he has his RV uh, seven, nine, nine. It's a it's a seven plus it's two. two more than a seven. Yeah, it's two more than a seven. <laughs> and uh, he's got the RV nine, and uh, he just got it back after the uh, paint job, so he's kind of invested in it uh, at least for a while. 
uh, now. So are you flying it uh, finally, too? Is it all done and everything, uh, Tom, or no? Well, the paint job's all done. Uh, yeah. The only thing is my A&P mechanic and my neighbor next door, uh, Southwest Pike, came over. And my tail number, November 99, Romeo Zulu. Yeah. It doesn't contrast quite enough. It's, uh, it's like a blue on gray. So when it's kind of not bright out outside, you can see it clearly. But they said, if you get ramp checked, then you're going to ding you on that. It's not a big really? enough contrast for my number. So I might have to take it back to the paint shop and have them paint the numbers white or, or make it stand out. Or you more. could do the, uh, Captain Dennis technique and just use some, uh, black do electric tape. tape. Oh, duct tape. Yeah, duct tape. Colored duct tape. Uh, we, we did that back in the Bahamas, and it stood out really well. <laughs> Looked like hell, but, uh, you know, so, yeah, don't take our advice. Hey, on the other hand, now's the perfect time to go to the Bahamas. If Customs has got their jet up looking for your tail as you're flying across, they're going to have a hard time picking out that number, aren't well, they? Well, okay. That's probably not something you should do, but uh, yeah. <laughs> file that advice accordingly. Job. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, but but were you tempted just to let the, you know, you heard the guys talking about the the guy with the Mooney that just let the artist do whatever the heck he wanted to his plane and surprise him at the Mooney Summit. Were you tempted to do that with your paint guy? Or you told him specifically, all right, these are the colors I want to go with. Do this, this, and this. Did you give him a lot of freedom on the paint job is my question, I guess. No, I, was, I, I took several pictures at Oshkosh and, and yeah. made a, you know, like a Photoshop. Uh, what I wanted. He was pretty close to what I wanted. Now, uh, Dennis has suggested maybe put you on the tail, you know, instead of having some beautiful redhead on the tail, put a picture of you on there. Wait, what, I, did I, you I lose tempted. a bed or something? Or what? Well, I, I was telling us, well, maybe we just put Greg on there and drag. And, you know, and, oh. we decided not to go with that. I don't think it would go over it that well when it came to resale value. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the whole drag thing, yeah, not a fan. But, hey, uh, put my big mug up there and it's like, hey, just uh, proven once again, uh, we're going to fly this around the country to prove that, indeed, Greg has a face for radio. Yep, he does. Yep. Thank you. That's Thank that. you, I think. You know, being uh, a, a woke <laughs> culture now, I mean, you just, you would have blended right in with all the other airplanes, especially if I flew into a big, you know, uh, city. <laughs> right. And I, I could act like I'm shouting at the uh, yep. tail numbers, uh, like shouting them out. Like, yep. what, what is your tail number again? Yeah, maybe you don't want to say after this. I don't want to say that. Okay. But it was good. I'm, the paint job's good. Right now, I'm doing a conditional or an annual on it with my AMP mechanic. We're pulling, and actually, when we had the airplane apart, when we had a painter, the, the mechanic down there, he certified that everything's put back together. So now we're just doing wheel bearings, checking the brakes. Uh, ignition timing on both magnetos. Yeah. Uh, uh, compression tests on the cylinder. They're all good. They're all 87 plus. So I get really good compression. Uh, so just a few more little things. I added an extension for a quick drain for the oil. Instead of pulling all the cowing off, I just put a quick drain on the bottom of it. So all right. Okay. It makes it nice. Change it While you're in there, let's fix this up and do this. Make it easier for us. Yeah, do that. I cut the filter apart. Make sure it looks good. There's no medical metal metal in there. And I'm going to send the, the oil out for an analysis to so check everything is running good. But airplane's coming across good. And, uh, yeah. So the what, time frame, what do you figure? Another, what, three weeks maybe, if that? 
Oh no, three more hours. I'll be three done hours. Tonight. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah, All we've right. been working on it this whole week, and my mechanic had to go get some kind of infusion for his arthritis or something like that. So he said he'll be back at five thirty today. So. Uh, we'll get the airplane all buttoned up tonight. It'll be ready to to fly, uh, you know, tomorrow morning. There you go. All right. And uh, do you got any trips planned already? Uh, well, I, I mean, is there an RV summit in, uh, in your future? Or is there uh, even such a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I'm probably going to fly over to Fort Myers and you know, see this uh, radio celebrity uh, that we both know. And, I don't live know, in Fort Myers. Uh, well, the second most. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> i'll probably go over there for lunch here in a couple of weeks or have dennis meet up with me somewhere maybe we'll flap the spruce creek for you know uh you know stone- hour hamburger. well that or fly over to fort myers and uh dennis take you out there for uh stone crabs it's season isn't it dennis and the stone crabs still, still going on yeah i think it is yeah. yeah i one of the things i tested at the mooney summit was does my folding bike actually fit in the back of the airplane? And it does. We yeah. were zipping around the ramp and several of the other Mooniacs were uh, checking it out. And I think Amazon probably got a surprise order for uh, several more of those electric bikes. Yeah. So that'll be perfect to go down to like Everglades city and hop on and run into town to go pick up stone crab or. Well, you got to get a second one. Get a- Do you have more than one? No, I just have one electric bike right now. Oh, so you're going to have uh, uh, so if Tom, Tom and I were to meet handlebars? down there with his airplane. He brings uh, some sort of a bike oh, in the back of the RV. Oh, so would... I say you just put him on the back and you guys. Well, ride you know, like you and I've close. done that on, on a gas scooter Shh, all quiet. around Sun and Fun. That's, that's for off Well, the you air. were holding a gas can. It was okay. Okay. <laughs> right. Got to have the prop. Uh, no, otherwise. You know, two guys aren't supposed to ride a motorcycle together unless one has a gas can. That's the rule. Okay. Uh, but an electric bike, it doesn't matter. They're going to think what they're going to think. Yeah, they're going to think what they, <laughs> that whole drag thing that comes back. Yeah, play, okay. All right, there's that. You must yeah. be riding around on a Vespa scooter then. Right. But you don't have anything formally planned in your RV now that's all spruced up and ready to go. Uh, no, just I just want to get, get it yeah, back. I'm having really fun because I've Sebastian to uh, Merritt Island last week and I got the airplane back. So I'm kind of jonesing. I'm ready to go flying somewhere. So probably there's another RV seven guy in the hangar next to me. We might go up to Spruce Creek this week for lunch or Okeechobee or yeah. actually I want to take a ride down to Key West before it starts getting crazy for fancy fest and maybe meet with a sheriff friend of mine down at the Wall Street and uh, get some, uh, go down there for a fish sandwich and come on back that night just to break in my new paint job. All right. You don't want to go down there for fantasy fest. Oh, we're booked. We've been doing it for the last, uh, 31 years okay so, so you'd like to get down there before the mayhem uh have a little visit and then you'll come back and really settle in for fantasy yeah, we fest get, we'll get disrobe there the whatever monday. they do yeah we'll get there the first monday and we'll leave monday after this so we're there for a week at at boyd's campground we've been doing it we're we're uh dennis flew in last year with his wife so he met us last year right but he didn't do it right he was out of there by 9 p.m oh uh, he's out of there by seven i think was it even was it that early well, we- we had to be out of the airport by nine because signature shuts down. So yeah, we don't yeah, want to yeah. pay the after hours fee. Right. Which is, that's when it actually gets fun. That's why you go to Fantasy Fest, Dennis. I tried to explain this to him. He was all excited about going and he told me what he's doing. I was like, you're not going to Fantasy Fest. You got to ease into it, though. Well, okay. I mean, so this, this year you're going to stay past 7 p.m.? My wife had never even heard of Fantasy Fest until right. we met Tom and his wife down there. So yeah. imagine her surprise when people were wearing nothing but paint walking by. Yeah. Even at 7 p.m. that was happening? Yeah. Absolutely it was happening. Oh, geez. I can only imagine what happens later on. 
and I've seen it, and I, I've tried to block it out, but there's some things you just can't unsee. But you, you kind of have to mark it off the list and that kind of thing and, and do the whole Fantasy Fest thing. It's like Mardi Gras on steroids or on um, high-alcohol content drinks. I don't know if there is such a It's very similar. It's Mardi Gras at Margaritaville. Okay, right. No, a bead's not necessary for for people to disrobe. But encouraged. Yeah, okay. Well, there's that. So it may be an attraction or a deterrent, depending on your perspective. More coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. With Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. My current boyfriend, uh, when we first started dating, I gave him helicopter lessons, flying lessons for his birthday. He never showed an interest in flying, but I just gave them to him in case, like, the world has gone to shit. And we need to fly away. You can't in a day learn to fly a helicopter. Yeah, you can. And it's not even that much money. No, you cannot. I'm telling you, you cannot learn. Yes, you can. He's good at flying a helicopter after he a day. He never did it because he was scared. But, um, but I'll get someone to do it. I just have to have someone that knows how to fly. I can fly. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along. Captain Dennis. We have, uh... Scott from Aerox. We have Dan from the Mooney Summit. We have RV Tom. We got a full crew navigating the latest aviation news and information today. Actually, I'm getting ready to hop in an airplane, head to Cincinnati, the home base of operations for Sporties. And, you know, I just completed their online course. I'm uh, trying to get uh, ready to take my written test. And then they changed the whole uh, system, didn't they? They changed it. No, they didn't change it. They amended it. They made it better. What they've done is is added some of the recent changes. The FAA has apparently put some new te- new test questions in the test bank, and what? they've updated their training. And the nice thing is they gave they sent out a little addendum, so you can take a look at some of the new new test questions. So okay. you don't necessarily have to retake the whole test, but you could go try your hand at these new questions. Well, I'm gonna have and, to go through them anyway because I haven't even taken the test yet. I've only been doing the you know the 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 tests for the tests. You know, like quizzes, getting ready to mm-hmm. take the written test. Well, you need to go take a practice test. Right. And maybe you should do that uh, before you head up to Cincinnati so that you and I can have a discussion about what areas you need to maybe brush up on while you're on the plane ride. Or, heck, if you're going to Cincinnati, why don't you go to the Claremont County Airport and go check in at Sporties and go yeah. see them? If, if you're up there over a Saturday, you can get free hot dog. Well, there's that. And wouldn't I get extra credit if I went up there and brown nosed them a little bit? Like, hey, I'm taking your course. And, uh, you know, what, what can you give me? Here's a hot dog. Get away from me, son. It's worth That's a fine. shot, Greg. What yeah. have you got to lose? Well, what are some of the new questions? What have they changed? Do we have uh, some of the samples or or what? Probably do, well, I think, don't we? Yeah, we do. I mean, how is the wing twisted to increase uh, the airplane's controllability at low speeds? You know, it's things like washout. Uh, so apparently they're getting into a little bit heavier aerodynamics. They're talking about characteristics of T-tailed airplanes. Um, you know, there's some, some stuff in here. So the idea, the great part is they cover it and explain it. 
yeah. so that you're it, you're not going to get blindsided if you get a question like that on your private pilot written. Hmm. And uh, I just got feedback just this morning. My student, who's uh, a primary student like you, yeah. um, he started off in a Cessna and then went out and bought himself his own airplane. He took his written test today and passed with an 80 with the Sporties Ground School. So well, that works. You got to get 70 you know, or above, right? That's it. That's right. Yeah. It's passing. And like I told him, don't strive for 100% because if you do, the DPE is going to go, oh, we have a know it all. Let's mm-hmm. see if he knows it all. Uh, let's not do that. So yeah. I'm happy. He's, uh, he's over the last obstacle. We have, uh, we're working on getting him a date with the examiner right now. He's about two to three weeks out. So we may have, uh, by the end of the month here, we may have a brand new private pilot. About that. So, uh, by yeah. the way, you just uh, you say you may have a date with the examiner coming up. That yep. reminded me of the uh, of Bachelor in Paradise, which I know you all you guys watch. Oh, we did have to remind you of that, didn't we? Well, no. I, I just want to bring everybody up to speed. Uh, I'm sure they're cheering on uh, Pilot Rachel. There's two pilots. On the uh, on the island there in Bachelor in Paradise, there's a guy pilot and, and Rachel, the uh, Bachelorette. She's on uh, Bachelor in Paradise too. So, uh, so far the two pilots have not gotten together. So I don't know what that means. Don't you think the the pilots should uh, uh, get together, sync up? Wouldn't that uh, that'd make perfectly good sense to me? But uh, I don't know. So far, the guy pilot's not really, you know, putting himself out there in a very positive light. And Rachel has a tendency to get very emotional if you take the last three attempts so i don't know i I just throw it out there i I still i'm still pulling for both of them i hope they find love and all that kind of good stuff is i'm sure you do too dennis right i'm hoping the show goes off the air but you know no such luck well i don't know what you're talking about i know you're a big fan you watch every single episode and uh you're part of bachelor nation and the whole thing so don't lie just be honest RV Tom knows. He follows it. Right, Tom? I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, there you go. <laughs> See, there we go. And I'm not even going to torture Scott and Dan because, you know, uh, I know how they feel about this kind of stuff. They want everybody Wait, to I'm be happy. Yeah. I'm surprised that you know what that uh, Bachelor Nation is a thing. So I don't well, know what hey, that means. Uh, also, it is. It's a, it's a thing. And, you know, when it comes to pilots, we got to look out for each other. So when the pilots are there, I, I just feel obligated to back them up you know i mean they're representing us to the world not just bachelor nation <laughs> okay wow said too much I like already I to clear That's my sure. throat top okay. gun style all right but oh. all that for you trying to sync your student up or hook your student up with an examiner that's it sounded like you know like a dating app thing i mean well, is there an app for that by the way too to sync oh, up your i'm your sure there is there's a dp examiner. finder um, there's a website called DPE Finder, but and you're also supposed just to put a FAA's profile website. up there, like I'm a student yeah, in training. Your zip code. And okay, uh, but there's no, you don't put a description and a picture. There should be. No, uh, no, we don't want the picture. We don't want to scare them off. Right. Well, there's that. Okay, but uh, but he's ready. You think, or at least he's, he's got ready. the written stuff. So what done. what did he have a tough time on? What questions have, did he miss? I have know? not reviewed the. Uh, uh, the test subject areas that he's missed, but yeah. that is something that we will have to do right um, while we wait for the uh, an appointment with the DPE in about two to three weeks. Okay, and then is but as far as all the plane work, he's through it pretty much, or what? I, like like I told him, I said he is ready because the last couple flights I've made with him, I've 
literally sat back and felt like I was a passenger. I didn't ever feel like I needed to intervene as an instructor to correct anything. Yeah. And that is really the point. When you get to that point, you were ready for that check ride. There you go. All right. I'll be there someday. Uh, before that uh, 11-year-old punk kid you guys were talking about earlier, that's for sure. I got a new bar. As low as it is, I bet I, I might actually get above it. Where's your money, Dennis? We're going to drag you across that finish line kicking and screaming. And yep. if I have to, I, I may resort to putting you in an Urkoop. Uh, oh, well, excuse me? An Urkoop. It's a little two-seat airplane made back in the 40s. The good news is it's only got a yoke. It doesn't even have rudder pedals. So it's um, less for you to screw um, up. Runners. Yeah. This one doesn't. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I have one and they're great. Really? But I don't think that's yeah. what I want to do my check ride in, no? Greg, you will yeah. do your check ride in whatever airplane we can get. If oh, that's it. Okay. That's what you're going <laughs> to do your true. check ride. Well, in. no, I was pretty much counting on uh, RV Tom's uh, RV9. That's what I figured he was getting it fixed up for. Was for me, right, Tom? Exactly. That's boy. You guessed. You guessed your Christmas present ahead of time. <laughs> hey, okay. you know it's not a bad choice for for uh, taking a private check ride in. I mean, is that is. a is that a high wing or uh, high wing or low wing? That's a low uh, wing, low, isn't it? Low wing, yeah. Yeah, that's a great airplane to learn. And I mean, it's a. Uh, Got a forty-three mile per hour stall speed. It's uh, it's got a nice smooth brake if you do a you know a stall. Plenty of power, fixed landing gear. Yeah, uh, fuel injected. I mean, it, it's a great airplane to learn it. I look. Yeah, I'm sold. You convinced I mean, me, Tom. Thanks. Oh, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna get off the show today. He's gonna, he's gonna call his insurance agent. Go increase my limits tenfold. No, right. put a disclaimer on there, Greg. Not allowed. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, be a limitation on my airworthiness certificate. Uh, come no, on Greg. now, we know people, and that's the problem. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, but I don't know. There, there could be other options other than the 1940s plane you're talking about. I, I would rather, you know, do the check ride in something that be at least close to something I could consider, you know, getting for myself after I get through all this. Don't you think? Dennis, well, pass, pass the check ride. It doesn't matter. You get, once you get the certificate, then we'll fly uh, you whatever. You wind heck you up want. getting exactly. You'll get checked out in whatever airplane you wind up renting or buying. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's, that's not fully true, Dennis. With an air coupe without rudder pedals, you have a restriction. Ah, there. Your, uh, see, thank God we have RV Tom. So there you that's go. Right. On that disturbing note, at least for him, we're going to wrap it up. Till next time. Remember, there's no better high than learning to learning fly. To fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the Information Super Skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. (laughs) 
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far across the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 